We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. And three, two, one, we're live. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of MDH TV. You feel me? I don't even know what number we on, but we getting up there. How you been, man? Been all right. Been stressed. How you been? I've been, you know, I've been better. You feel me? I've been in a better mind state. You feel me? Kind of. I feel like I'm taking my life and like the world by the reins right now. So work's been good and stuff. So it's, stuff stuff's been a little better, but a bunch of crazy stuff been happening in the world. I've been like I went skating the other day. Like it was like my first like real just solo like park skate session in a while. And I was like weak as fuck because I haven't skated in a while. But like I, I was just getting some of my tricks back and it just felt good. And I felt like I fell a lot, okay. But I was like, you know what? Like this is like life. Like you're gonna have to fall, but you gotta get back up and try again, type shit. So yeah. You been skating? Huh? You been skating? No. I haven't been skating at all. It's been too fucking cold. And my hips have been, like, pretty sore. I heard it was, like, snowing there right now. Yeah, it snowed for, like, three days out. I mean, it wasn't, like, continuously or, like, heavy. But it snowed for, like, three days. Dang, that's actually kind of crazy because, like, I don't know if you heard, but lately there's been like a lot of climate change, um, like protesters, like I don't, I don't know if you would call them riots. Well, they they they're having riots, but that's like later on the show we're gonna talk about that. But there's been a lot of like climate change, um, protesters freaking just trying to get the public's attention. I remember at a Timberwolves game, first round NBA game. The Timberwolves owner is like a big uh, contributor to like, I guess climate change because he pollutes or something. I don't know the full story, but like there was a bunch of protesters at the games that was trying to run on the court and like show like their shirt or whatever, like like damn near every home game. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there was a story about this one dude. He burned himself alive in front of the. I don't know if it was the Supreme Court building or it was some building in Washington. He burned himself alive as a protest to climate change. What what do you think about that? That's crazy. I don't know why he would do that. But um, I heard but I heard like it's like the ultimate. Cause I don't know. I wasn't there like a story about um the the one Buddhist who burned himself alive. I don't know why he did it though. I mean, like, yeah, like even still, I just I don't know. I just think there's like better ways to go about that. 
as, as far as like really making a change, it's like, because it's kind of like the civil rights issue, you know, it's like, you can go out and burn all you want, but like a poor person can't change the situation. Like you have to, you like, damn, somebody just, I think Jay-Z said in the song, he was like, I can't help y'all if I'm poor with y'all. It just doesn't work. So it's like, you kind of, if you want to, if you want to make a change for something, it's like, especially in today's climate where there's so much shit that people are doing to make change or like to seem like they're trying to make a change with social media. Cause now it's like people will do the ice bucket challenge or people will do all these different things to, to like promote some type of agenda. So, but now it's like, you really gotta be able to like put your ideas into place and be in a, a place of power in order to really change stuff. So, I mean, yeah. of, of course, I respect his dedication towards towards his cause, but you know, there's a lot of like I don't know if that's just the the best way to go about it. Yeah, I, I feel that, and like you know, like there's like a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and I don't know, like you you re remember like about a year ago now we had uh or like yeah we had came up with like. It's like funky kind of theory of like we living on a hell plan. We got a video on our Kepler channel if y'all want to go watch the snippet, but it's on one of our pods. And um, I just kind of had a thought. I was like, it was like kind of a beautiful dark because like like Kanye said, the the most beautiful thoughts are always beside the darkest. And like that's what I've really been seeing in the world. I've been seeing like art and just beauty and like the darkest things. And it's like. It's crazy, it's sad, but it's like also beautiful. But anyways, like I, I, I was just thinking like, what if like this world and this crazy fucked up situation and society and just like world game we're in, what if it's all like just a test to see if good will prevail in even like the worst of conditions? So I'm thinking of it, I'm like, literally to succeed in society, you damn near gotta be like evil. Or or you have to be um inclined to do not the most righteous things. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, is there a way to still like be good, be righteous, be a good person and still succeed in society, society still build wealth and still help other people? And I feel like that's like really the ultimate test of this life. You feel me? Because I mean, even in the Bible, it says it says um, it's harder for a rich man to get in heaven than it is for or it's easier for a camel to walk through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to get into heaven. And again, it doesn't say impossible because nothing is impossible, but I think it just goes to show the feat. And, and the challenge that is like we really have in front of us in this life. So, I mean, like, I mean, I don't know if it's possible, but I think like looking, like when you see the darkness and you accept it for what it is and you don't fear it anymore and like you're able to look the monster in its eyes, you know, you, you can smile because, you know, like, whether you're supposed to lose so if you lose you know that that was a part of the game that that's what you were supposed to do that was your destiny anyways but you all you could always win you feel me and that's why like 
smile at the possibility. And that's what I'm really seeing, like, and all the fucked up shit and all, like, the sad, dark moments, like, you got to, like, just sit back and smile and realize, like, I only am experiencing this pain, this hurt, this suffering, this whatever, because I'm fortunate enough to be experiencing life itself. You feel me? So it's like, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Um, Cause I, I don't know if we talked about it on the last pod or not, but I'm just talking about it real quick. But like there was the video about this one rich dude. He said, would you rather have um a million dollars or would you rather um would you rather have a million dollars tomorrow if it means that you were gonna die like at the end of the day? And they was like, oh no. And then it was like, well, how do you feel today? It was like, we kind of bummed out, yada, yada. And then they was like, what could change your life? What would make you happy? They was like a million dollars. And then he asked him the question. He was like, well, if you wouldn't trade the rest of your life for a million dollars right now, if you're saying one day without any money being as broke as you are in the same position you are right now is more precious than a million dollars, then you should be living like that. And I don't know. I've just been like, kind of trying to live in that like my bad that was a little you know Wait, in what? and like that kind of mindset that like really like all the bad shit that happens to you is literally a test to like shake you and you can either let the world win or you can try and beat the world and I mean it's fine like if you lose because you you're supposed to lose like the game's rigged, obviously, but there's always that point zero 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 one percent chance that you could be the one. And I mean, I think that's the whole point of life is to strive to try and be that one. You feel me? Like, I don't know. No, that makes sense. Cause I like I look at it as like it's like it's like a it's like a little trial, you know. Cause it's really like after you leave, it, there's nothing to be sown, and it's crazy. I was actually having this conversation with uh, one of my academic advisors. She was a, uh, I don't know how we got on this, but we started talking about some deep shit, and she was like, and I was, uh, oh, we were talking about politics and how everybody wants to feel like they have value, but I, but we were like at the end of the day, like you really don't matter because like. You look at you look back when Shakespeare lived, nobody cared about when Shakespeare lived, only Shakespeare is the Shakespeare's the only nigga that's like remembered out of billions of people, trillions of people that have like touched this earth since then. And and the thing about that too is like when Shakespeare Shakespeare didn't get any love, any recognition until years after he died. So it's like the only motherfucker that's remembered got hate his entire life. Yeah, and so it's like, if you're not going to be remembered anyways, you might as well just shoot for the stars because, I mean, what? especially if you don't have kids, like, I feel like once you have kids and you kind of have, like, some type of obligation to make sure you have something to lead them, but if you don't have kids, like, there really isn't any pressure. There, there shouldn't be a lot of pressure to, like, like, build, like, to, you know, take life super duper serious you know because like a dentist you're a dentist but like 
nobody's gonna remember you after you die. I mean, they're like your family, but like on a collective scale of the whole world and your impact on it, like it's not humongous by any stretch of imagination. So you might as well shoot for the stars because fuck it, you know? Yeah, and like, you know, it's kind of crazy that you just said that because everybody like, or I don't know about everybody, but I feel like deep down, it's kind of like in the human, like being to like be a little afraid of oblivion, just being forgotten once you're dead. And I have like a bar about it in one of my songs. It's called The Prophecy. But I was like, um, this life is an odyssey. Oblivion just waits for me. I'm walking across this rope because the path was never safe for me. I'm moving faithfully. Just hope the trend it fucking waits for me. I'm trying to make the case to be. Can't wait until I make them see. And I'm just like, and like really the first part, the this life is an odyssey. Oblivion is just waste for me. I'm just, I just like really be thinking about that shit. I'm like, we go through all this shit in this life. We go through all this pain, all this suffering, all this joy, all this happiness, you know, shed all these tears, uh, uh, create all these smiles, you know, exchange all these frequencies. And it's like really an odyssey. It's a journey the whole time just for at the end of it, oblivion, whether it's oblivion in this world, meaning nobody remembers you five, 10, whatever, how many ever years after you're dead or the literal oblivion that you're going into, like, you feel me? Like after you're dead, we don't know what happened. So oblivion is literally just waiting for you. And like, that's your eternity. Then that's literally what your life is. What we're doing right now, this is just, this is all a dream. Yeah. And that is crazy. Cause like, I was watching Minister Society last night and, uh, have you ever seen that? Oh um, yeah. You know how they killed his cousin? Like at the beginning, yeah. I was like, out spoiler alert i guess the shit came out in the 90s though so yeah. like <laughs> yeah. this is kind of your fault if you haven't seen it but like they killed his cousin and the the uh, his his other cousin i think Lo, what was the nigga's name the Low not came yeah Logue dog was like they killed your cousin like what you supposed to do about it and it's like, it's crazy because, like, I understand that. But then the other parts of me, like, bro, so many niggas have been killed and so many people have just died. It's like, what's the point? Like, it just it just made me really have to choose, like, what should you do in that situation? Because obviously, that's your cousin. His life holds, like, he his, whole, his life holds value to you. But does it hold more value than your own life does? Because if you kill somebody, you probably going to go to jail for it or whatever. And, you know, you probably going to get killed. It's just going to keep going back and forth. So it just made, it just made me question the type the the, how much value you put on things because we put value on materialistic things, which I've, all of them obviously perish or go out of style eventually. And we move on to bigger things. Or we put it on people. Or I mean, we put it in people who eventually die and we forget about and everybody else forgets about. So it's like, 
as a human, you, you search for things to cling on to just so they can be taken away from you at some point. So it's, it's really like a, it's really like a test because it's like, these are things that are inevitable. Like there's no way you can not love somebody, you know what I'm saying? Or not fall, not have some type of emotional dependency on somebody just for it to be taken away from you. Yeah, facts. Like, exactly. Like, the only thing promised in this life is death, is the end. So, like, we build all these things. We create all this stuff just for us to either never see the fruits of the labor, never really experience all the fruits of your labor, or just everything you want. Like, this is, like, the thing that, like, kind of fucks with me in the night. It's like, what if I accomplish everything I want to accomplish? What if I do all this? And, you know, it just like, I go back and, and like, none of it matters. And, you know, I'm going to just say this real quick, you know, for everybody who's listening and who has listened, you know, been listening, but I'm pretty sure I have like ADD and ADHD. And, you know, it's actually a great thing because like in my mind, it helps it's like, it's almost like spider webs and shit, just shooting from side to side. I just like, or zip lines. And I like latch on to the zip line. I'm like swinging like Spider-Man or something. So it was really like cool idea wise. Cause I have like the funkiest, most creative ideas, but like, it's like hard when talking sometimes because it does that also. That's why I just, that's why in the middle of my sentences, I just sometimes cut off, but you know, uh, what what was I just talking about before that? I forgot. Uh, uh, see, I'll be having that shit too. I'll be having eighty-eight. I think I got it too. I don't be remembering shit, bro. But uh, you was talking about how you have ADD slash ADHD. No, nah, no, nah, before that. You didn't really say nothing. You just said for all the people that's listened to us and stuff. Nah, before that, like, nigga, well, that was too long ago, bro. <laughs> all right, never mind. Well, I forgot what I was talking about. Then. Let's uh, let's talk about. Did we talk about Dave Chappelle on the last part? No, nah, no, nah, but I I'm gonna bring him up later. But um, you you just got back to Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Did you hear like all the stuff that's been going on with Lake Mead? Yeah, I heard, like, uh, it's, like, draining, or it's, like, not as high as it used to be. Not only that, they've been finding hella oh, body. bodies yeah. there. Yeah, I heard this hella Which, body one, body. is crazy, because, like, people swim in that shit. And, two, it's, like... Well, because they, they die in there. Huh? They die in Lake Mead, because they got those underwater waves. No, nah, they be finding people in barrels. Oh, like, murdered? Yeah, they were murdered. That's a lake. Yeah, that's what I'm it's saying, like but I think, like, people forget, like, how, like, the history of this country because Las Vegas was built off of the mob. So, yeah. like, some people think, like, they they might find Jimmy Hoffa. If we go – if you go to, like, the middle of Vegas to, like, Palm Springs, like, that drive, and you just start digging, you'll find so many bodies because that's where a lot of the mob people buried their, uh, yeah. their people. And like the Wild West, just you know, like Wild West, old ass bodies, <laughs> they just oh, buried. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy, actually. Yeah. 
Oh, I had this thought though at work earlier. And it was about hands. You know, this is gonna be like the last deep thought before we jump into all this crazy shit that's been happening lately. But basically, I was thinking, I was like, you have your dominant hand and your non-dominant hand, right? And like your dominant hand is supposed to be like your strong hand, like your powerful hand. But I was like, what what is like to be a left hand, you know what I mean? Like the left hand literally is free because the dominant hand is a slave to to its skill, if that makes sense, to being so rigid, to knowing what the fuck's going on all the time. It's like, and I like when I draw, I can do the most abstract creative things with my left hand because it's so free. It just moves, right? But my dominant hand, it's like so used to moving certain ways. And I was thinking, I was like, that's people's minds. But anyways, um, yeah, a bunch of crazy stuff has been happening lately. Uh, like a bunch of arrests, a bunch of deaths, a bunch of attacks, a bunch of gruesome attacks. Brittany Griner's still in jail. Just a lot of crazy stuff. But, you know, let's just start this off with Dave Chappelle. If y'all didn't know, he had a... a comedy show I forget where it was but some guy who doesn't like him I guess ran on the stage and had a weapon on him it was like, like what fashioned like a gun but he had like a knife in there or something you had a bayonet yeah a bayonet maybe and, I don't know or it might have shot a knife out yeah I think it shot the knife out oh yeah, but um crazy yeah so anyways he didn't successfully kill Dave Chappelle, but he successfully got his ass whooped yeah, very bad. Like, I think he got at least seven, eight bumps, bro. Yeah. And, he, and he still got cuffed. Like, he's not going nowhere. I think this is, like, the trickle effect of what Will Smith did. Because also at the UFC, the this past UFC, <clears throat> This one girl, she tried to fucking run across the, the UFC. Like, I mean, the octagon, which is the dumbest shit because you're running you're running through, like, train killers. Like, these niggas know how to kill niggas. And there's probably there. hella blood there and shit. Yeah, that too. But, like, just your own safety. Like, nigga, you are running into a lion's cage, literally. But she ended up – she tried to fucking run on the stage – I mean, on the thing – Got up the got up the stairs to get into the octagon, bro. The big ass security guard just pushed her ass down. Mind you, it's like four big steps to get up there. So she fell off for like like five feet, maybe. Fucking landed on. She was. I know she felt so stupid. Why did she try and do that? I don't know. I think she was like trying to street, but she had her clothes on. I was like, if she was naked, they might have let you go. To be real, or like had a titty out or something. You gonna like don't nobody want to see no bitch or no man, nobody run across the stage fully. Like, where's the fun in it? Just so I can say, oh nigga ran. Ah, yeah, that's facts. But I mean, like, as far as the Will Smith effect, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about generally putting the blame on one person for an entire how an entire society acts. I feel like that's like scapegoatish. No, I don't think. No, I just think. I think what he did. It was like, oh, niggas can just walk on stage and do shit. Like, like I'm not even saying that. Uh, 
it was like it's like people are like oh will smith do it i I can do it but it just put that image in their mind it put that possibility of you can walk on stage and assault somebody and get away with it because that's what will smith did and the in dave chappelle could have got killed from that shit and that's so crazy because that nigga literally could have killed that nigga he was that close hell yeah that's scary too yeah you're just doing the show and Dave Chappelle's such a fucking goat that he turned that shit into a joke. <laughs> yeah, and like, then was like, Will, was that you? <laughs> yeah, but he was like, we're about to kill that nigga when we get done with this. That shit, and he was like, he was like, that was a transgender male. That shit was funny as fuck. Was it? Trans man. I don't know. Uh, but speaking about assault. It was in LA though. Oh, that nigga oh, did, what? oh, speaking of that, speaking of that, he only got charged with a misdemeanor. Yes, he's getting out in less than a year. That's crazy. That's crazy. Nigga went up there with a knife, tackled a nigga, then got his ass beat. But he's only getting fucking less than a year. That's L.A., though. That's L.A. Yeah, L.A. be on crazy stuff. They giving the LGBTQ reparations. But um, that's crazy. Like, you can't give them reparations. You can't give homeless people, like, shit. You can't give niggas shit? I I mean, yeah, that too, but, like, there's niggas who are yeah, home. There's, yeah. there's hella homeless people. Yeah, you can't homeless. give them shit before. I mean, all right, but anyway. but that's the crazy thing about the homeless though, is like, a lot of them want to be homeless though, in LA and like San Francisco. So that I feel like that's like, the tricky part of it all because. It's like if you are the city, which I feel like they can do a lot, like they definitely can, but like there still would probably be a lot of homeless people in L.A. Like, even if you supplied housing for them. Why do you think people want to be homeless? It's just a lifestyle choice. Like, you think of San Francisco, like, that's, like, damn near the hippie capital of – and because I think that's where Charles Manson is from, if I'm not mistaken, or he's from L.A. or somewhere in California. But I think, I think people – I mean, but why wouldn't you want to be – like, if you wanted to be homeless anywhere in the world, you would probably choose California. Or just anywhere in America, huh? Just anywhere in America. No, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about the weather. Like it don't fucking snow. It don't get hella hot. Oh, I was just saying, like you know, access and stuff. I mean that too, but and uh, and a lot of it too is like drugs. You know, like a lot of these people aren't even like competent. Like they're just like a lot of them are doctors. I heard who ended up starting to take their like their own the drugs that they would prescribe people. And they end up getting too too hooked to it. That's crazy. That's yeah. Crazy. L- LA is a dark dark place. Like there's so much st- dark stuff that happens in LA and Hollywood, and just to the people who are involved in there. Speaking of, you know, one of which is we might have talked about this on a bad on a on a previous pod, but I'm gonna just touch on it real quick. Bad baby, you know, this is the catch me outside girl who was famous from the Dr. Phil show at like 15, 14, or 16. I don't know how old she was, but she was underage. She was a minor. She was being sexualized all over the internet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she's, um, she's overage now, she but- sexualized? Hell yeah, my, hella niggas was sexualizing her. But um, yeah, now she's overage and shit, but she has an OnlyFans, right? Uh-huh. And remember, she got famous when she was a little kid. Since 2019, all the way up until um, I think it was February or March of 2022. So like 
the summer of 2019 to like the beginning of 2022. So like a year and a half, basically. Let's just call it two years or three years. She made 52 million on OnlyFans. Yeah, that's a lot. That's crazy. And I like I wanted to bring this up to kind of open up the conversation to say, like, one, that's crazy how horny niggas are. Two, it's crazy because she started off as a child star and she kind of just became an adult. And for her to make that much money on OnlyFans and like she's not over like 24 or 25 for sure. I'm out let, let's see how old she is for sure, actually. Oh my god. What the fuck? She only 19. She younger than me. How did she even have a OnlyFans in 2019? Her birthday's in March, meaning it just passed. She just turned 19. So I don't know. Maybe or maybe that was what the fuck. Did they let her get on OnlyFans as a? I mean, you can minor? get on OnlyFans at, at any age, I think. Well, I don't know what she was doing at OnlyFans before she. I don't even know what she'd be doing on OnlyFans right now, to be honest. But I just think that's like really crazy. That's kind of disgusting now. I think about it, and oh, I want really wanted to talk about like our men, like, bro, like. Society's being so hypersexualized and oversexualized, and men like I feel like men just walk around like horn dogs all the time because all this shit's sewn in their face 24-7. And girls, they can like control their urges, but I feel like that's such it's such a different game for dudes almost, and like how easily sidetracked it is, just like if you get what I'm saying if that makes sense. But, like, it's just sad to see that, like, we've come to an age and point where, like, niggas are spending millions and, like, the OnlyFans industry, streaming, all these things are billion-dollar industries. The porn industry, which is, like, one of the most disgusting, nasty, like, just dark, evil things on Earth, billion-dollar industry. And it's, like, this is this is our society. You feel me? And it's really sad to see. This is what our society is doing. This is who our society really is. But it's always been like that, though. Like, it's always been men overly sexualized or just being overly sexual. And if they would have had the... You think it's been, like, to the extent it is now? If I'm being totally honest with you, I feel like now it's... Now I feel like men are like number to sex and sexual things than they used to be. How, bro? We be fucking at like thirteen and fourteen and twelve. People and was fucking at eight and nine and ten. People were fucking at four. Forever. People have been fucking at young age since forever. I feel like, I feel like if anything, what's what porn and stuff has done to us is desensitize us to a lot of it. So like. 
Do you think like, we should be des- desensitized to it? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly, because I think like me like, like having sex at a young age and being exposed, all that stuff, kind of like really messed me up and fucked with me on a like mental level. Yeah, yeah, definitely that part. But I feel like people have men have been horny just like this for years. And before, like, you got to think about it. During, before women started to get rights and shit, like, niggas was really just raping bitches, like, whenever they wanted to. Like, and that shit was happening in the Middle East. It was happening in Europe. It was happening everywhere. So it's like, I think. It's still happening in the Middle East and shit. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I feel like, I mean, do I think porn is great? Of course not. But at the same time, it's like, no matter what, there's going to be, like, men are going to, and women too, but men are going to, you know what I'm saying, have that sexual drive that's uncontrollable. Impossible. And I feel like, and I feel like, honestly, like, you know what I'm saying? If a nigga want to spend their money on bad on bad baby, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, to her, I'm like, you know, get your bag. No, you to know, even I to the men, she... because it's like if that's what you're oh, into, I feel like because it because I feel like now nah, this is the thing. Most of the niggas who are spending all this money are like broke, sad ass, overweight ass, but sad ass pieces of shit. Like that's their, sex, that's their sexuality though. That's what turns them on more than anything. But this is not nah, the. It's like the cycle of their life. There, it's like. But it's, how, how it's are you not? It's not, like- it's not a. It's not. But this is the. This is what I'm saying. It's not OnlyFans or it's not porn. It's like that I'm talking about. It's the piece of porn is just a piece of the puzzle of, that creates their entire fucked up life. So you just look at the one puzzle piece. You be like, all right, well, if that's what they want to do, that's cool. But you can say that about every single individual puzzle piece. But when you start to put it together, you start to look at this motherfucker's life and it's like, damn, this is sad. And then you realize this is majority of society. And I don't think that, no, I don't think that's cool. I don't think that's cool. I just think that there's there's a lot of other, other things besides porn that messes you up. And I feel like there's been a lot of successful people who've been addicted to porn. And there's been a lot of non-successful people addicted to porn i think it really just it it doesn't to me what you do with your computer screen or what you do with how you want to you know but what is the dictation of success what's your dictate okay you think do you think kanye west is successful i feel like it depends who you ask they do you think Kanye West is successful? Me personally, but I feel like but no, do you I'm just asking, do you think okay yeah. if you think he is, he was addicted to porn at one point. So it's like you can still like it to me, what you do, it's just like someone being gay. But I don't think Kanye would define himself as successful during that time in his life. Yes, he was. He was he already dropped the college dropout. But that doesn't mean you're successful just because you got monetary wealth. Did you okay? Did you think he was successful when he dropped the college dropout? Me, you, yeah, I can say that as a broke nigga because okay, but I'm, not not not, I'm not in that limelight. I'm not in that lifestyle, but, but I'm saying. But, but you don't saying, know man. what Kanye would say about what his level of success was at that time. All you know is how, what you think his success level was at that time. And you thought I'm, he was- No, su- I'm saying it's not, a, I'm not, 
I'm not looking at, I'm not measuring success by how many people knew him and how much in the limelight he was. I'm kind of measuring success by the growth he had as a human. And like, I feel like he wouldn't say he was successful at that time. But do you, I'm not asking what he would think. I'm asking you think he's successful because of the growth that he showed, right? Now I think he is. Yeah. No, in the college, while at the college dropout moment. Yeah, I think he was. Okay, and he was addicted to porn at that time. Terry Crews was addicted to porn. I don't think you're understanding my Hold question. On. Let me say, okay, what's your question? I mean, not my question, My what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that, I'm not saying, what one I said, it depends who you ask who's successful. Because I can look at Kanye and say he's successful and – I, he looked successful to me because I'm a broke nigga. And if I was Kanye in, at college dropped out, I would think I'm successful. But Kanye right now could look at himself back then and be like, he wasn't successful because he was still, he still had all these vices in his life. Or he could say that he was more successful because at that time, that's when he was the truest to himself. But you don't know, like, my point is you don't know what Kanye would think. I don't, like, I can't tell you if he thought. If but, he, but this is my point. Yeah, and that's true. But this is my point of saying that because, like, you kind of just hit what I was trying to say. You don't, I feel like you don't really know what, because unless you're measuring success as monetary wealth, you don't know if them people think they're successful in life or not. I feel like most celebrities don't feel like they're successful in life as a human being. I feel like there's more regular ass people that feel like they're successful in life as a human being than they're a celebrity. And there's probably more people that look at celebrities as successful. And that's why I'm saying it's like, the, the inversion of the world that like has everything bad ass hat backwards when we're trying trying to strive to be like people who who and maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm just projecting but I I just feel like a lot of celebrities kind of feel empty at the end of the night I mean I get because that because but... of some of the vices they have some of the shit they had to but that's do that's everybody whatever. though everybody has vices and I feel like we like and, all yeah. of all of that is is speculation and and I don't I don't have an answer for that but what I'm basically saying about the porn thing or just about men just just in general in hypersexuality is like you don't have you don't like whatever you do sexually is what you do and there's 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 pros and cons to each sexuality but or each thing that you want to do, I ain't gonna say each sexuality, but each thing you want to do. So to 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 try and like say that someone's wrong for doing that or somebody's wrong for paying for OnlyFans, to me that's that's not right because you pay, because you would pay twenty dollars to go see a movie. What's the difference? Are you like asking that as like a serious question? Yeah, what's the difference? I mean, like one, one. I kind of thought we had got away from the because, like, I said, like the porn was just a piece of the puzzle. It's not the entire picture. So yeah, it's but not I, about I needed the to. Porn. I wanted about, to double back because I don't want to see like I'm just like, oh, porn is a great thing. All I'm saying is, it's not fair to place judgment on somebody just because of what they're into. 
I'm not necessarily placing judgment on them. I'm just saying that you feel me. A lot of well, no, nah, that that's literally just I'm not I'm not saying that, you know, like you said, at the end of the day, if you want to go watch Bad Baby on OnlyFans, that's what it's there for. Go do. You feel me? That's your human right. But I also don't think that it's okay to just overlook that there's a bunch of niggas in their room that have real problems with porn, real problems just with sex in general. And that's like, that's leading to more new problems in society itself. Like, you feel me? Just niggas just ran. And I guess this is shit that's always happened. So maybe it's just shit that's always happening that's now just being shown because we got phones and shit. But I don't know. Women be saying they feel less and less safe nowadays. Do you think they just tripping or do you think that has something to do with men are being more and more? Because I feel like at some point, if you just keep looking at some shit, you're going to want to have that shit in real life. But you can't just fucking click the button and buy it all the time. I I mean, I think, I think in, in this, and I'm not a woman, so I, I don't understand where they're coming from with that. But I feel like women today didn't live in a time where women didn't have rights. There was a time when niggas could literally pull you off the street, fuck the shit out you, beat you up, and that'd be okay. Or your husband could beat you up and that'd be okay. So I, I can't say if it's safer nowadays or whatever, because I don't know. And I feel like it's still, it's, I feel like it's just always going to be dangerous for women, no matter what. And it's always going to be dangerous for men to some, to some extent. So is it more dangerous? I don't know. I can't really, I can't really gauge a female's perspective on that, but I know because like there's thick people, there's, there's just always sick people. You know what I'm saying? There's only seven different, or like seven different character character types you can get, you know? You can either get a creep, you can get star quarterback, you can get, you know, star athlete, you can get smart dude, you can get just regular nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's only like a few archetypes that you can get as, as a person. But I don't think you, like, what you saying, like, in an ideal world, that sounds good, but like, like the dark part of this porn industry and like what's the shit that gets the most views is like, literally either what and who knows if they're real or not it's either you know cosplay videos of niggas acting like they raping bitches so the niggas jacking off to that shit that's their fantasy is fantasizing about raping bitches or it's niggas literally raping bitches on camera and posting it to porn how the fuck are they going to know it's just on random fucking websites at that point that's what i'm that's like yeah, but i don't think that's the most popular porn yes it that's bro that is rape the, porn the, is the most popular no not, not not and this is the thing because rape porn is also underage porn i guarantee you the most under the most searched shit is some fucking either incest shit mom mom and son mom and daughter mom and whatever or some fucking dad and daughter which is some literal pedophile shit it's some incest shit if you look at the porn titles, literally all of them say 18-year-old teen or or um, barely legal teen girl, or it makes an emphasis to capitalize the teen letters and make sure like they got it in your mind. This is a teen you fucking. Yeah, they might say 18, but when people say think of teenager, nobody's thinking, oh yeah, 18 and 19, the last two. They thinking of fucking kid. Yeah, I get I get that completely. But I mean, I honestly, and that's I what I'm saying. Bad baby, 
she's made 52 million on OnlyFans that she had to start as a underage child. I don't know what the bitch posted on there, but I guarantee you it's not some stuff that's safe for work. And you have niggas that go on porn sites and like, you feel me? I literally was talking to my coworker today and it's like, it kind of like fucked me up a little bit, but he was like, he was telling me this story. He was like, yeah, one time he had a threesome with um this girl and mom and her. And I was like, dang, that's crazy. And he started telling me about it. He was like, yeah, I was like, I met, um, he's like, I knew the girl since I was like 12, 13. I was like 14, 15 when I, I was like, what? So you mean to tell me this girl's mom not only fucking raped you, raped her daughter. And I was like, so she was like eating her daughter out and shit. She was like, yeah, she was teaching her daughter a whole bunch of shit. I was like, this, this grown ass woman just traumatized her daughter like that. And you feel me? This is the shit. This is watching on porn. This is the inner, this is the type of shit people is thinking about when they subscribe to Bad Baby's OnlyFan when she's been famous. She was famous as a 14 year old and people have been sexualizing her ever since she was 14. Kylie Jenner, all these like young stuff, they've been sexualized since they was 14, 15, 16. Them, them is still little girls, you feel me? And I feel like porn is playing into that because it's making sure there's an emphasis on this is a child, this is a teenager. And they want you to know that. Yeah, I can respect that. I can respect the criticism on the porn industry because the porn industry is like, it's very, I don't know. But I think, because this is what I think it boils down to. I think over time, people just become desensitized to like normal sex and just normal like circumstances that lead to sex, like kissing and, and stuff like that. But we only know that that like we've only lived in this internet you know age right not, wait, so we've only not, had, we've been alive for porn right our whole life pretty much we've been around for porn so we've never really been and even before that our parents and shit they was around during hookup hippie culture they was alive back then no they was but around as far as our grandparents like my grandma she married my grandpa when she was like 19 that was like the only person she ever slept with and they and they were so old fashioned. They slept in se separate rooms. I guarantee you, they they didn't have no problems with boring sex or none of that. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that's what I'm. That's my. That's what I'm saying. I feel like over time. What do you mean over? That's what I'm saying. We're 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 just having hella sex, like all, and we're like getting. You're saying we're getting desensitized to. I'm saying that's not a good thing. That's I'm like not, actually, that's what I, can I, I'm trying to, I'm, no, I'm trying to think. Oh, my bad, my bad. I said over time, we've been, we've just become so de desensitized to normal scenarios that lead to normal sex. Like normal, just kissing, kissing the neck, grabbing some ass and then sticking it in. We've become so used to, nah, I want to throw this bitch around or I want to, you know what I'm saying, have sex with our whole family because that's the shit we see in porn. So I can understand, I understand that. And I feel like porn, because of how desensitized we are as a as a people to sex, it it just they have to keep going down, or you don't have to, but like in order to like grasp more attention, you gotta keep going down that rabbit hole of just like we just gotta get weirder and weirder because that's what people want. They don't they want something new every time they or not not every time, but eventually shit gets old. 
and they yeah, want I, I get that but this is what i'm asking do you think that's fucking up humans because like you said the poultry is just doing exactly what a company or industry is supposed to do supply yeah, and demand i, I mean it's just doing looks- exactly but you got to look at it like this. More people are open about their sexuality and what they like. And more people are more and people. Do I don't think that's a bad thing. I think people. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it depends on how you want your society to look. If you want your society to look like a uniform society and everybody's all, you know, men are men and tough and this and that. And women are women or whatever you think women should do. Women are doing whatever you think men are doing. Then this is probably not the best thing. But if you're an, if you're if you want a society of it's like the Greek society of like yeah of like freedom and just like I just want to be me whatever then you kind of you kind of gotta accept that but then the question comes up how much if this is really us and how much of this is like that outside influence of of extra porn and you don't or like just extra not even just porn whatever but like yeah extra media uh just the media being on you then then that's where it becomes a problem but then it's like you don't know because there's been people people have been into the same type of stuff for centuries like people have been into incest for centuries so it's like you don't know you don't know if it's the porn or if it's just people feel more free because they can see that on the internet whenever they look it up like because you got to think about it like there was people like people were doing incest and shit before like before it was like illegal you know what I'm saying? before it was like hugely frowned upon so it's like this has obviously been a fetish for i mean technically for, according to the bible we all are products of our incest yeah but like not but like even even before that like it's been a joke that alabama people have been fucking each other you know what i'm saying fucking brothers and sisters so it's like this is this a true fetish that the porn industry is is feeding into, which at that point, it's not the, I don't think you can blame the porn industry for that because that's, they're just doing their job. Like I'm at the end of the day, they're just trying to satisfy people's fantasy. Yeah. But if it's the porn industry, that's like sparking that, then no, it becomes I mean, like, then it becomes an issue with the porn industry. You, you definitely like, not necessarily are making me gain a new perspective or, but are making me look, in another direction towards or at making me look at the situation in a new light and you know what's just came to my mind is when we had that conversation about freedom and like mm-hmm. is there any such thing as freedom for real and when you were talking about like it really depends on what type of society you want I like really started to like think about that so I'm like people always want what they don't have right yeah and I was just thinking, I was like, dang, you could have that society of the Greeks and there's nothing in the universal law that says any of that is wrong. Whether like, yeah, and you know, just a disregard. I mean, just a, yeah, disclaimer. Yeah. I'm not saying any of this, this stuff is right. Be careful because there's going to be some pedophilia coming up. With the yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm not saying any but of this. But you're right is though. Right. There isn't, universally, there isn't. there's nothing yeah. that says pedophilia is wrong. There's nothing that says being, you know, homosexual, transgender, any of that stuff, which the Greeks all embodied 
there's nothing universally that says, and I don't know why, you know what, like y'all are Greek lovers. Y'all have all these Greek societies. So y'all should know this more than anybody. But anyways, like I was saying, like there's nothing universally that says that is wrong. So yeah, we are looking at it as wrong because of the society we live in and like how we live our lives. But technically we can't say it's universally wrong. So it makes me think like, is there a certain correct way for humans to live or are we just like kind of just on this wave and just doing following whatever flow we're supposed to be going towards there a correct flow or correct frequency we're supposed to be flowing on but yeah I mean that's what I just started thinking about like is there a such thing as freedom free will at all or are we just all kind of enslaved to the time we're living in yeah yeah I think that's I think it's it's just the time we live in because you really get it's really just the luck of the draw not the luck of the draw like it's lucky to be in different times but just like it's randomized you know like we live in a time where there's stuff that even five years ago that you could do that you can't do now because it's it's like it's a it's against people's moral like you think about the f word right like that word I literally seen it get locked up like I felt like I was there while it was on trial you know because like I remember when I was in probably middle school, even like probably the beginning of high school, like it wasn't an issue to say that. And then now it's like, bro, you better not be caught. You better not be caught saying that. So it's like, it's really just the time period of, of like when you're born into society of what's acceptable and what's not. Yeah. All right, yeah. I mean, yeah, and it's kind of like, and I was I saw this like short little reel of Kanye and he was like, you know, everybody always asks why I'm mad and like why I always have this angry face. He was like, if y'all go back and look at that one interview of me in 20 uh, or in 2000, it was either 2003 or 2013. I forgot which one. And he was like, I looked mad in it. And um, but everything I was saying, if you watch it, if you ask people now they'll say they loved the interview and they loved it because everything I said came true. But at the time, people hated the interview because, you know, they didn't believe in any of it. And he was like, that's why I'm always mad because I'm literally living 10 years ahead of everybody else. And like, when I smile, like, like I kind of forget that and I'm living in the moment again. And then like, I snap back into reality. I have to realize I'm literally living in a time all by myself because I'm so ahead of these people. And I feel like that's really what's been fucking with me the most these last couple of years, especially um, it's a lot, these last couple of years, especially because like I've mentally, the way I think, the way I process things, have been ahead of people in certain ways in my own age group and just people around me and just the way I think and the way and the way I think about certain things and you know that's like kind of damn near put me in my own hell because I didn't realize it at the time so I've been trying to coincide and exist in that same reality that they were all existing in not knowing that you know your brain is already 10 years down the line so anything you think any contributions you try to make they won't be understood and you're either gonna 
be looked as crazy or as stupid. And it's like, once you kind of take a step back and just gain that confidence back for yourself and realize, you know, it really doesn't matter what anybody thinks. All of what matters is what I think. Then, like, you're the most powerful person on earth. I think another important thing that's, like, been helping me, because, you know, I've been, I've been really trying to, like, come out my shell and, like, try to network more and stuff. Another thing that's helped me a lot is, like, they assassinated Martin Luther King. You know what I'm saying? They killed Martin Luther King. Malcolm X. They killed Malcolm X. They killed- JFK. They killed a fucking president. They killed JFK. They killed John Lennon. So it's like- Gandhi. It doesn't matter what you do for people, there's always going to be a counterpart that doesn't like you. Like this nigga, John Lennon, I ain't going to say John Lennon because I don't know too much. This nigga, Martin Luther King, was just saying, can we all get along? And they killed him. Like that's in. It, there's nothing like more morally correct. All right. There's nothing more morally correct than uh than just saying, can we all eat at the same table? You know what I'm saying? Like, on just on a universal like in our minds today, there's nothing more correct. But at a, at that time, that shit was so hated by a group of people that they killed him for it. So it's like, no matter how right or how good uh the causes that you're trying to achieve or whatever what you're going for it's like people are gonna hate you regardless so it's impossible to cater to everybody it's impossible to make everybody around you happy so the best thing that you can do is try to make yourself happy or or just not even try to make yourself happy just be yourself because people like 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 you said bro we live in a time and we're just humans like like you said people like watching rape shit on the internet which in theory is the craziest shit but there's a market for that so basically what i'm saying is no matter how weird or how how out of the ordinary you think you are there's a market for your character and your personality that people will gravitate towards it may not be in your community but we live in we live in 2022 you can go on the internet you can find a reddit you can find a discord you can find anything and just have discussions with people so to your point it's like it's so much better to just try to be yourself and whoever likes it, likes it, whoever doesn't, does it. That's okay. Just fat. They, they don't really affect you so much. And once you start like, cause now I'm trying to like get into that mode, but ever since I started thinking like that, it's just been like, okay, like it's fine. They don't like me. It's a ton of people that don't like me right now. And I haven't done it. I feel like I haven't done anything to them, but they don't like me for some reason, which is okay. So it's yeah. like, and it's almost like the more you try, the more you fail because it's like it's like having a watch that's a day late or a day early it's like it's like even though okay let's just say I walk up to somebody I act like I'm the coolest person ever it's like deep down you know you're not the coolest person ever so even if they do like you now you're just digging yourself deeper into that hole of you being somebody else and trying to you know cater to somebody else liking you but it's like you're really just getting farther and farther away from being yourself and being truly happy which, which your because that's why like because like I, I was debating like I've like I was thinking I kind of like decided today that my first project I want to drop is like the one with all my drop dark ass songs that's like real fucked up and there's like one song specifically that's like really fucked up that I'll be like saying real fucked up shit in there and I was like I was debating if I should put it on there I was like 
nah, maybe I should wait until like a little more people fuck with me, then I can drop something like that. But then I was like, nah, because this is how like people get caught up in this cancel culture game of, you know, they feel like they can't do something. They feel like they can't be themselves. And it's like, so many people are only themselves behind closed doors. It's sad. It's like everybody's trying to be like the next person on Instagram or the next person on YouTube. And it's like, you know, being yourself is just amazing enough. And it's like, if you are just yourself, there are gonna, probably going to be thousands of people that try and be like you. Exactly. And that's, that's how unique every, you, every single person is. But everybody just wants to act like everybody wants to fit in all the time. Yeah. And See, humans, humans are like bred to worship for some reason. Like we're just, we were just born that way. And yeah. like how dogs are born to be obedient. It's like we're born to worship. So really, there's either there's two ways you can look at this. You can look at it like we're born to worship, and that's why people gravitate towards so many different causes, so many different celebrities. Like you look at celebrities, bro. Like I was thinking about this yesterday. Leonardo da Vinci created so many so many things. Created the most famous recognizable painting of all time. And niggas outside of Italy or Europe, let's just say Europe, did not know about him, right? You look at, like, a nigga like Boom Gang. That nigga stole shit from people, and niggas across the world knew of him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we're at a level of, of like, society where, like, people are so famous, so much more famous than they used to be. They're literally, like, God level. If you really, like, if you really like think about it. Who yeah? Who's more popular right now? Well, if I'm not gonna say who's more popular, Beyonce or Jesus Christ, but like whose name's coming up more, Beyonce or Jesus Christ? Probably Beyonce. If we're like, if if she were to like make something happen, Beyonce's gonna be super popular. So it's like we have we we that's why we put these people up on a pedestal. But also you can look at it like this: people are looking for something to worship. You look at Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ went against what everybody else was saying. It was basically saying, like, these people are important, too. Like, don't just leave these niggas out. So it's like the minute you do something different, there's going to be a trail of people that follow you. And as long as you're doing something that's right in the long run, people are going to keep following you and keep doing it. So it's, it's, it's more important to be yourself and, and set that trend than rather be like, everybody else who's just worshiping the current trend or the current thing but and you know i think that's just a beautiful place to leave it off there you know we we getting it back in the swing of these things I know, it's our so next podcast we got a bunch of real like current um current event topics current issues that have been happening including you know the abortion um laws that are about to be overturned with roe v wade in the supreme court make the stallion apparently faking or not even apparently literally being caught faking and lying about tor uh having tory lane shoot her in the legs like the injury came from her stepping on glass there was a police report on it about kim this is one's like one of the craziest ones but it's not even the craziest one we're going to talk about Nike is suing StockX for selling fake sneakers. So all these sneaker heads and resellers who get their shit off StockX literally got fake shoes, which just goes to show you it doesn't even matter. 
um, Kim K and Ray J came out and said the whole thing from the beginning was staged the entire sex state by Kim K and Kris Jenner the entire time from the very beginning, which is crazy. And um, the most crazy, Young Thug, Gunna, and all of YSL, not all. all. <laughs> Damn, a lot of them niggas got arrested, caught up in a RICO crime. So all of that's coming next pod. Make sure y'all all tune in for that. And, you know, you know, without further ado, we're going we gonna to catch on the next one. We hope you have a good night, day, whenever you're watching this. You feel me? Maybe you're watching it at work. I'm going to listen to it at work because I work in the morning. And, you know, it's a good way to start your morning off with a great conversation that's going to open your mind to a lot of ideas. So, you know, we love all y'all. Appreciate all y'all. You got any more final words? Um, You know what I'm saying? Just, uh, damn, I'm trying to think of a Mike Tyson quote. Uh, uh, oh, oh, you got to love yourself before. No, no, no. Okay. If you don't love yourself, you'll seek. This isn't a Mike Tyson quote. But if you don't love yourself, you'll seek that love from others at any cost. And that's a fact. This is MBH TV signing out. We love y'all, man. Catch y'all later.